Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be able to come to you today with the Word of God. And as we celebrate today, as we prepare to go into this Easter season, looking to the cross and looking to what Jesus did for us, we must humble ourselves and remember that we're nothing but ashes and dust we shall return. And there's nothing that we can take with us and nothing that we can grab hold to to support us except the love of Jesus Christ. For when the day comes when there's nothing left in our life, all we have is our love for Jesus Christ. Only what you do for Christ will last. And there's a word for us today to help us along life journey. If we would slow down enough and let God speak to us and talk to us in our walk. But in Psalm 16, there is a word for us today telling us how we can persevere, how we can persevere in our relationship with God, how we can plan our life with God, how we can have a purpose life with God, how we can have power with God, and how we can have the pleasure forevermore with God. Those P's are found in Psalm 16. The scriptures start off as, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. My soul thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness established not in thee. So, David, the writer of this song, and the writer of this psalm, is telling us that when we persevere, we have to have God to give us strength to persevere through life's journey. When you have God in your life, you have something uh, that's able to encourage you, something is able to influence your thoughts and to help you when sadness comes into your life you can persevere when sickness comes into your life when trouble comes into your life you're able to persevere by having strength in God knowing that God is able to deliver you and keep you in perfect peace you can rely on the strength of God when you're too weak to rely on anything else God is a God that is not easily moved. He is not shaken. Nothing surprises him. Nothing catches him off guard. So when light tries to shift us like we, we can persevere and put our trust in God. And there's nothing that good, nothing good can come from us except it comes from God. That's that second verse. Nothing good can come from us unless it comes from God. So remember that you have to stay connected because only what you do for Christ will last. So if you want the strength to persevere, verse 1 says, put your trust in God. 
Then verse 3 says, But to the saints they are in the earth, and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names until my lips. God is telling us in this scripture that when he looks at the earth and he sees the saints, he is delighted in seeing us as we go along this life journey. You are twinkling in the eye of God. Oh, I love the way um, the songwriter says that in Psalm 2, that God is sitting in heaven laughing at our enemies. When we have situations in our lives and our enemies are all around us, because we look with our eyes, we get worried, we get depressed, uh, we look at that sickness as though it's, it's going to overcome us. We look at life's journey as it's, though it's too heavy for us. But God is sitting in heaven and he's laughing because he knows there's nothing that can buck him. There's nothing that can overthrow him. And so while you look at it with the physical eyes and you're worried and crying, God is sitting in heaven laughing because he knows that nothing is going to overcome you. Nothing is going to shift you like wheat. He will not put more on you than you can bear. And if you will just trust God, remember God is laughing at what the enemy is trying to plot in your life. Whatever the devil is trying to do to your family, your finances, your health, and your mind, God is not going to let it happen. He's laughing at what the devil is trying to do because the trickery won't work. So trust in Jesus and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. If you go back to Psalm 16, starting in verse 5, it says, The Lord is my portion and my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen into me in pleasant places. Yea, I have God goodly heritage. So the songwriter David is saying, stay in your boundaries. God has placed boundaries around us to keep us in our field. We get in trouble when we try to go outside of what God is trying to establish in our life. We want to do this. We want to do that. But unless we seek God and find the plan of God for us, Anything that we do will not be successful if it's not lining up with the word of God. God has placed a field and a fence around you. And what he has in that fence is your inheritance, according to the scripture. And in there, you have green grass, you have flowing water, you have everything that you need. Your cup is running over as long as you stay in your lane. And he maintains your lot. And the lines are falling into me, that pleasant place, the place that God has for you, and a goodly heritage. So your inheritance is the field that God has given you to operate in. God has a blessing on your life. He wants you to use your field to bless others. 
to encourage others, to lead others to Jesus Christ, to work in your field, not be like somebody down the road, but be the best that you are and being who you are. Quit trying to be like the Joneses and be like you because you're the only you that God has created. Let God use you in the field that he has established you in. That's your inheritance. And what God has given you is more than enough. And you can pray that God increase your territory. Once you begin to work and deal with what God has given you and optimize your potential and be the very best you can be at being you, God will increase your gifts and increase your territory once you begin to work and do what he's called you to do in the zone that you're in right now. That is your inheritance. Your cup is running over in your lane, in your field, in the place where God has established you as your heritage and inheritance. But he asks us to do two things. And in verse 7 and 8 of Psalm 16, first he says, I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night season. I have set the Lord also before me because he is my right hand. I shall not be moved. So God says we have to do two things in our walk with him. We have to bless the Lord. The book of Psalm tells us in the very first verse what bless means. Bless means to be happy, to worship God, to serve him, to praise him, and to do it happily. When you're blessed, you give God the glory. So the first thing you have to do, you have to praise and worship God and thank him for everything that you have. That's your purpose here on this world, to praise him and to keep him in front of you. Oh, when you keep God in front of you, you can walk in a dark world. When you walk behind the leadership of God, God will lead you in the right direction and put you in the place where he wants you to be, be the very best you you can be. Let him be your right hand. Thou shall not be moved when situations come into your life that you have no control over. As long as you keep walking behind God, though the arrows of Satan may shoot your way, he can put it out with the blood of Jesus. Though sickness may come your way, children who don't want to listen, husbands and wives who can't get along and trouble and famine and pandemics and war and rumors of war, financial situation, as long as you're walking behind God, they will not destroy you. The symptoms and the systems of this world. Stay with Jesus and he will direct your path and be like a tree planted by the water saying, I shall not, I shall not be moved. The next verse says, Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh shall uh, rest in the hope, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Uh, David wrote this song, uh, about 1,200 years before Jesus Christ was born, 
but yet he saw down the existence of time and he saw that Jesus would not stay in the grave for a long time. Because he says in verse number 10, suffer not thy servant, your holy one, to stay in corruption, to seek corruption. So Jesus was not going to decay and be corrupted in the grave. He was just going to stay for a few days. And that same hope that Jesus was raised from the grave and the same power that raised him from the grave shall do it for us also. For verse 10 says, For thou will not leave my soul in hell. So you ought to have a hope right now that knowing that death is not your final conclusion and death cannot hold you in the ground. You are free right now. And that's a hope that you have in God. And thou will show me the path of life, and thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So not only does God have a plan for you, want to give you power, has a pathway for you, and wants you to persevere, but then he says, I have pleasures for you. And not just one pleasure. He says, pleasures forevermore in verse 11. Uh, that means that pleasures today and pleasures tomorrow, pleasures next week and even evermore into eternity. God wants to bless you so much. All you have to do is just slow down. Let him be your God. Walk behind him. Worship and bless him. And let God do the rest. Stay faithful to him. And your life will line up like never before. But you have to humble yourself and repent. This is Ash Wednesday. And we remember from dust we came and dust we shall return. But the only good thing that we have is God sitting in glory and Jesus Christ on our side. So I'm going to say a prayer right now. And I hope somebody is listening that wants to give your life to Christ. If you believe, repeat after me. Gracious God, I thank you. Lord, forgive me. I repent of my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, and create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. I believe that you gave the Lord's Supper. The next day gave your life on the cross of Calvary. Went to a tomb for the weekend. But early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in your hand. I believe. I thank you, Lord God. I give you glory. Let me be part of the holy family of God. Well, we thank you today. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Get in some Bible teaching church. Start reading the word every day of your life. And give God the glory. We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. And remember, keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.